Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yeso! Yeso! Hi. Hey. Hey, girl. Hi. How are you? Happy birthday, Antoinette. I keep forgetting it's your birthday. Today is Antoinette's birthday. She is 33, 34, 34. Damn. Whatever it is, I'm younger than you. Damn. I really don't feel like that's old. I still feel like a young buck. We, 66 isn't old. It really isn't. It really isn't like. I feel good. Good about this. You have a good birthday. I'm actually like looking for. I'm I, I, not that I'm rushing it, but I'm really. Ever since you talked about the 40s being so lit, and every single woman that we know in our 40s co-signs that I'm kind of like. Skirt. I'm with the shit completely. Like, let's yeah. go. Let's, let's get this libido rocking. Anyway. Oh, is that what you're looking forward to? I, they the, sound the like sex? it's it's next level. I'm ready to experience those vibrations. <laughs> Shout out to 40-year-old women having multiple orgasms. Listen. I just think that's interesting because that's usually when menopause hits. So, 40? Or maybe not. I mean. No, girl. Women still can have children at 40, girl. Well, well not not. My mom had me at 39. She did? Wow. Shout out She's to her. I know she fertile was She was trying for you? Or that was a shot? No, child. She just, she just has kids. You know, some <laughs> women just be having kids. <laughs> that's, that's, I almost called her rude, too. That's bad barbs. Yeah, anyway. Fertile. It is my birthday. It is. Happy birthday. I did not even take off work. And that lady was on one today. And I am just at the point of no return with her. I'm really trying my best. Lord Jesus, pray for me. Because I I was sitting on a call. I know when I'm about to snap. If I ever get really quiet and calm and I start talking like this on the call. Or ever be scared. I feel like that's how you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you write today on the birthday post? You said that's we insightful. we in this together, ride a tower until we kill each other or until the end, baby. But it's to the end. So shout out to us. You might see us on the news. We're like two podcasters actually died in a double homicide against each other. Do you fuck around and be the one I kill you? Everybody think you kill me. I wish you I would try. I don't think I you. I don't think you would kill me. Your macaroni See, that's how so you fast. are. And I would never eat your nasty macaroni and cheese. <laughs> First of all, macaroni and cheese is ass. Touché. I'm making the macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving. You better have that shit be good because I'm gonna be pissed. 
I don't care what you are. That is going to be delicious. You should be. Your mom don't even allow macaroni on her table. Exactly. I'm more nervous about that. I'm more nervous about my mom being like, this is killing you. That's why you have all these allergies. You really want to change your life. I just, and I have to like get myself ready for that. I'm like, Rude Jude, if you don't eat this dairy gluten mixture. (laughs) Stop playing with me. Put some salt on that shit. That's just so bad for you. Meanwhile, she's putting cream in the Brussels sprouts. That makes me so mad when she does that. Anyway. Cream in Brussels sprouts. She makes this Brussels sprout dish that my sister just loves and she loves and I hate it. And it's it's so time consuming and I hate it so much. It's gross. Anyway, I guess I'll go into my updates first. So everything is... Uh, everything. Everything is everything, but... Yesterday, my DMs were blowing up. And I'm like, why? What is this? And I look and there's a meme. There's always a meme. And so the meme reads, of course, it's deleted. I hate everything about this today. <laughs> so it's basically, Mercury it was, retrograde, girl. It's, I know. It's all about the uh, the red flags. You know how everybody's posting yeah, about yeah, this is a red thing, flag, yeah. that's a red flag, this is uh-huh. a red flag. So this post said it's a red flag when you ask her whose pussy it is and she moans to avoid answering the question. So of course people are saying that to me because of my little tale on Jasmine's album. And I have to say that I stand by what I said. I have yet, I don't know what, people who listen to this podcast, you know my struggles. I have yet to find the man or the human. Matter of fact, that woman I dated, she probably could have gotten it done. But the man who made me want to say that it was ever theirs. And honestly, I might have been close once, but he would never ask because it's not necessary when you I know think you I know. S- I think I said it when I was like 20. Boo. I don't think I've said it in like as an adult woman. I've never I, had anyone ask me that, but I think I probably did. you never had anybody say whose is it? I think when I was like, that sounds like some young boy stuff. It like does. if a grown ass, like I, either we've been married and you like 60 and we've been doing this for like years and you say that and I'd be like, yes. <laughs> but like, I would We're be like, what? We ain't even two. buried. We fucking on the floor and you ain't even got no fucking frame. Are Why? you serious? He don't have no, he don't have a, he don't have a bed yet. He don't have no bed. He just got the mattress on the floor. He didn't even take you out nowhere. Like what? Listen. I, all I have to say is I'm open to it, ready and willing. Not I don't know how willing, but ready to have my mind blown and my body respond in such a way that I would even think to tell you that something on me is yours outside of my heart. So I guess that's the thing. I guess I could see myself saying that. I just said I've loved people, but they have girl, never. I can hear you saying it, girl. They, that, and that's a shame because I ain't. I can hear me saying it too. I could really be about that life, but we're not lying in our 30, 34 year old years. <laughs> we're not doing <clears> it. So <throat> prayers up for me. I pray that I get there, but I was just so annoyed. And then I had another conversation with someone around the boot cut jeans and I made the mistake of complimenting them for wearing boot cut jeans. And they were like, hold up, I don't wear boot cut jeans. I was like, Wow. I don't think that you see your jeans, but this is a good thing. So ladies, 
Continue to send me the bootcut jeans in the DMs. I really do appreciate these pictures. I am going to write a paper on this. I really am. The theory is spreading because when I went to Atlanta, people mentioned it. You lie. No. They mentioned it from the podcast or they mentioned it like from their own From the podcast. I'm telling you. It's because it's true. When you were in Atlanta, was anybody, you know, Atlanta people, they jeans be like tights. No, their jeans are very tight. They're very metrosexual. They're so tight. And they're like jumping into it and trying to get it over their calves. I'm telling you. Like taking their jeans off at night, I can't imagine how hard. Or watching your man peel off his jeans. That's what I'm saying. But we should not be toxic, right? Men can wear tight jeans. I'm just saying. I say they can. It's just a preference. It's just, it's also what. No, it's not just a preference. It's you're not shit. If you do, if you are wearing these oh. tight jeans, you're pulling your pan- panties to the side. Though whoever's telling you that it's theirs, they're lying. Because you're not grown enough yet to even vibrate. If you, you vibrate. so women that are pulling their panties to the side, are probably in danger. I mean, if it's all the time, sometimes yes. Wow. If it's all, we. I have a friend who said to me recently, I am just, I'm just so happy because I, I can't remember the last time I was able to hold a man's neck and back and kiss him. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I mean, guys don't really do missionary. And my fucking heart sunk. I said, wow, how have you You fucking been? Chantilly from Philly. I'm on my back. <laughs> You better not be a pillow princess. You better be. I am. I'm not even gonna hold you. I think it's the best. I think it's the most intimate. But are you giving it back? Are you? Yeah, I'm not just sitting there not doing anything. It's a whole vibe. But like, I just could not imagine that not happening. Like, I would be like, what? I think missionary needs to happen. Unless we're this is like a quick situation or something, it needs to happen every time. I think. Yeah. I just don't understand. Or at least we need to be like our chests need to be Start up off against that each way. other in some way. Either I'm on you, yeah. you're on me. We're both sitting up that way, but we need to be kissing each other. That just, if you can kiss it, and then, you know, I guess I just put in a bra over the breast. The bra, the you know that the, I that your is breast the thing. Just- <laughs> I, it feels like a fucking straight jacket. So there's there's something else to this. I don't know how we got on this, but when you take. So I've had people take my breasts out of the bra, out of the cup. Interesting. Because they're so focused on the damn nipple. And I'm like, you're not, all of this up here that you don't even need to take the bra off feels very good as well. But fine. You just want to go straight to the nipple. Whatever, King. But then this new thing where they actually lift the bra up. Do you know what it takes to lift the bra up over my breast? It's not a quick slip. Like you gotta work to get like, these things out just, of there, why don't and they then just they sit talk? them right here, like right above Ooh. the nipples. So and it's just unattractive. You just look dumb. It's like I know I look like an asshole. You're snatching <laughs> my boobs down. I I feel like I'm in a straight jacket. The the underwire is like digging into the top of my. What are you doing? You don't care about me. So this is you got expensive bras. Like you actually. Yeah, my bras cost bra. at least sixty seventy dollars a pop. Oh. I hate it here. Anyway, if you can't take my bra off, then it's definitely not yours. And if you're wearing skinny jeans, it ain't yours either. 
So shout out to my bootcut bays. I see you. Bootcut bays, won't you walk my way? <laughs> What's up with you? What's your what's your updates? Girl, I done traveled to Atlanta and came back, girl. You didn't travel to Atlanta. Atlanta was really, really, really nice. I had never been there before. Um and I just had a wonderful time. I was shown around the city. Thank you to all of the around the way curl Johns that came and gave us a visit. Were there people that came? Did you meet people? Yeah, they were really sweet, cute girls. Just like cute, dope. Like I could tell. I could just tell the sable and the around the way curl joins when they when they walked in. And I was I'm really grateful. I'll definitely do things differently, um, just on a business wise in terms of like giving myself time to really make a pop up, like a mini store. It was very um it was very, I was just vending, you know, it was very just like, all right, we just, we just setting up and going. So I I got a lot of information and I feel like Atlanta, that's how you say it. Apparently Atlanta has all that I need in terms of business. Like that is my market. Fly black women with disposable income, with good taste. That's the thing. Philly blacks. I love you, Philly. You know, I do. But unfortunately, we don't have many spaces that are tasteful, that are a vibe. We don't have random day parties in Philly where black folks are just enjoying themselves. Like, that's very rare. When it happens, it's a big really? event. I, are you sure? Is it just that you don't know? No, I don't think it's happening. Maybe I don't know. And if I don't know, then y'all need to start tagging around the way curls so that I can be a part of the mix. Because I, I, I don't see it. It's not a part of the Philly culture, whereas like in New York or even in Atlanta, we went to, I can't remember where we went, but we went to some place <laughs> and they just had like, it was just like music playing, people drinking in a DJ. It was, it was fun. That um, sounds like the I most really enjoyed myself. Shit. She said music playing, people drinking but in no, a DJ. But no, it was a, that's a vibe. It's hard to like, it has to be the right kind of music. It has to be the certain type of people that pull up. There has to be, it's energetic. And it had good energy, and I was like, "This is great." God, that's just so readily available here. Just yeah, but here. it's cold and inhabitable in Brooklyn. Like you gotta be rich or you gotta be really broke to live there. So, <laughs> wow, Atlanta. That's and not. It's not, not the. So heavy birthday. The the in a, Atlanta, they have the space. And that's what I loved. It was spacious. Even Brooklyn is like energetically just the East Coast, the North rather just feels there's just like a just a city vibe that the south does not have no, which i really enjoyed so i'm I'm gonna move to atlanta basically and and um that's it that's it okay. have fun if I'm you grateful. move to atlanta i learned a lot me and amanda moving to atlanta i know that's I what we're doing i already talked to her we're gonna Amanda's go do some research to atlanta. she keeps saying she that is. but she's not no she's not Yes, she is. No, she's not. Don't put she a limit on her. She can't take those boys from their daddy. She just can't do it in her heart. I don't see it. When they get good in in school, she's going to be out. But I just don't see it. Anthony, anyway, don't know. I support you, sis. I will be rather sad that I can't just Why? come home and see your face. But I will Girl, support you. Girl, you can come you. to Atlanta. Have a, 
I'm not ready to move just yet. I got at least another year here. I ain't nobody leaving next week. Like I definitely can. It'll be a while. But what I'm gonna do is do some R and D. Is that what's called? Research and discussion. Research and I don't know what that is. Some why don't you Google it? All right. Y'all, this is our 150th episode. We are very happy that you have been rocking with us for 150 episodes with our random asses as we navigate all the things, try to figure out how to be grown, try to figure out how to remain children, in touch with our inner child, how to raise children, how to prosper, but also... Demolish capitalism. It's all very complicated here at Around the Way Curls. But, you know, we're figuring it out. And we have an episode today for you where we are going to talk about our favorite episodes and our favorite moments of the podcast. Shanti and I have listened back to a bunch of episodes. And we want to thank you as well for rocking with us while our sound was terrible when we first came out. Hopefully we're doing a little better now. But we're excited. But before we do that, we have a new segment. And this is the hot shit segment. And I really, we've been talking about this. I don't know why we just have, we just keep forgetting to add it. But basically we want to put people on to new dope stuff that you might not know about. So my stuff is not that new, (laughs) but I just feel like it's going under the radar. So I don't know how to say this lady's name. Do you know how to say it? Sinead? Child, I'm about to do a show. Sinead O'Connor. It's like Sinead. Is that really how you say it? I hate myself mm-hmm. if that's how you say it. So Sinead, S-N or S-I-N-E-A-D. She's an R&B singer. I'm sure people know about her. And her album, her album slaps. Her album is good. But I recently found her YouTube channel. And her live is so much better than what she's doing on her albums. Mm. And she's stunning. And I, she, the reason why I know her is just because I know that she like loves Jasmine. And so I was like, who is this? Let me look into her. Cause I really, I, I like people who like my friend and she can sing. Like she can really, really Where, where is sing. she from? She's American or like UK? I have no idea. I don't know anything about this woman, but I really recommend that people go to her YouTube channel and get What's into it. What's her name? At us. I don't know how to say it. Shanae? S-I-N-E-A-D. Shanae I don't know O'Connor? if you would listen to her Shanae? album and you would think like, yeah, yeah, this is it. But I think if you go to her YouTube, you would be more impressed. Um, That's hard for artists like that. Yeah, right. Like, I'll see an artist live, and I'll be like, I love it. And then when I go listen to their album, I'm like. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And well, then you have it, recording artists. I still artists. Really like her album. It's just, even on Jasmine's albums, I think. Like, Jasmine's albums, she still sounds great, and you got to respect it. But her oh, no, live. Oh, she sounds different. Totally different experience. There's something about the mixing. There's something about everything that kind of takes away from what she's really doing, like her real tone mm-hmm. and stuff. And the same thing happens to this artist. So check her out. Also, I'm super late on this, but I discovered Liana Lajavis' X Factor cover. 
That girl can sing live too. She can sing. I, I prefer her live. I want her to do too. a live. She album. can sing. She I does a little say a little prayer for you too live. Yeah, it Oof. was super sweet. I want her to do a live acoustic album. I love her vibrato. And and have you seen her do X Factor? Mm-mm. It she her approach to it is that of a woman who's already healed from it. Not a woman going mm. through it. Interesting. It's very grounded and settled and yeah, I, it, and kind of sweetly, but you you see that she's she's on the other side, Shout and it just it's really really special. Um, and then mm. Cleo Trappa, this is my girl. I have been following her on IG for a minute, but if y'all don't know about Cleo Trappa, y'all need to go ahead and find out. This girl is hilarious. I think she's in Atlanta. I think she's originally oh. from Harlem or the Bronx. She is so funny and so smart. And she's doing these new things where she has like a new shtick where she's teaching people grammar. But the way that she's doing it is in like her a super hood, like this is fucking y'all up. So let me teach y'all what the difference is right now. Like it's, she is, I think that she's a star. I think that she's as good as the other girl who who does the the old people impersonations where she's like mm-hmm, child. you know the girl oh, okay, I'm talking uh-huh. about her mm-hmm. who's always on um embracing black culture so mm-hmm. those are mine those are my, my hot one more shoes. time because I, I don't know if people are actually hearing what you're saying her name is Sinead that's it, it she don't have no last name it's just Sinead S-I-N-E-A-D yeah that's it okay that's do you all. have anything to add here no, I would have put that there if I did. I can't stand you. <laughs> I can't stand you. All right, forget it. Next, pop culture. Uh, I saw that you added this. I was trying to avoid it, but go ahead. Go Why? Because I got a funny story to tell about this, but go ahead. Get us. Everybody's get us really upset. I haven't watched it yet. I, I've Again, I haven't been very interested in his stand-up for a minute, and it's not necessarily because of his... Um, um, his stance or his critique of cancer culture or the um queer community or anything i just i don't think he's very funny anymore but everybody's really upset about dave Chappelle and his newest netflix release i i don't know specifically what he said but apparently all of it's very um transphobic and folks are upset to the point that net uh, transgendered employees at net Netflix have planned a walkout and Netflix um, has responded to everybody's response by saying we're keeping it on. It's popular and we got bills to pay and contracts to uphold. So MOB. Um, I I have to, wa- I will watch it, but like, yeah. <laughs> Not, but like, yeah, girl. What? <laughs> but like, what? I didn't watch it to see to have to to say anything. I, I guess, yeah. Or I know, like, um, I know that I'm not a transgendered person, and I know that it's not in my place to say how folks should feel or how they shouldn't feel, especially when there's like a collective um, outrage around it. So. I I I don't I have to I have to see it but like even if I was like ah 
that ain't that bad. I don't know that it, it's in my... Uh, it's not your place. Not my place to even offer that critique. And I think it's a, it's a, it feels really difficult or it feels really... Um, it feels like a decision has to be made. Right? It's like either you're supporting them, uh, transgendered folks and the queer community on their stance, or you're not. It feels very black and white. Um, which I don't, I haven't, I don't know where I have to listen to what he said. All I know is like, he's not funny in the first place for me these days, but I, you know. So I don't think I watched it twice. So I watched it the first time by myself. I wasn't cracking up. The first time I was about 22 minutes in and I thought I'm going to turn this off because I was uncomfortable. He wasn't even in the trans shit yet. And I was just, I wasn't understanding where he was going, but I had the faith of like, Dave's going to reel this in. He always does. And I don't even know if he was necessarily trying to be funny. That's the thing anymore. Like, I don't, I think that he's more so saying, this is how I see things. This is how my, this is what my thoughts are. These are what Mm -hmm. my thoughts are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. That's it. And especially mm-hmm. this one. I don't agree with you that the other specials weren't funny. I think they were. But I do think that on this one, he was getting laughs because he's Dave Chappelle. Not mm-hmm. because he was killing it. Um, there He has a take on feminism that I think is going over people's head. I think that they're, they, they were really frustrated because there's a joke where he says, you know, he should... I don't want to say it. But basically, he's pointing out issues within that movement and, and issues within the woman's march and all these things. But he's also highlighting the fact that he has no fucking place as a man to be pointing it out. That's the, that's how he wraps up that joke. And that goes over people's heads. Right. Then we get into the trans stuff. And it was interesting. There was one joke where I almost spit out my fucking water. I was laughing so hard, but I'm also a straight woman who is cisgendered who you know it doesn't bother me as much and I acknowledge that the second time I watched it I watched it with a lesbian woman who has dated trans men right very vocal in the community and I just kept saying that like I don't want to watch this here. I just kept saying, like, I don't think this is a good idea. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. And um, we were actually, Fran was, Fran, hey, Fran Han was moving to Portland. So we were having like a, you know, a goodbye just evening for her. And she wanted to watch it. So we put it on. And it was just uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. And then the the, uh, the woman who, who was offended was, you know, very much so, very vocal about it. And I understood completely where she was coming from. I will say that there's a point, I wish you would have watched it. There's there's a point where he aligns himself with this trans woman, this trans woman who was his, in his mind, his friend, like, and who loved his comedy, who loved his trans jokes, um, and who they had like a little bit of an understanding with. But the way he aligned himself with her made me a bit uncomfortable because it felt like you, this is the one trans person you know, so 
this is it's like white people saying what, I got black friends. It's it felt like that. It felt like that a little mm-hmm. bit. And I was like, Dave, you're better than this. But what he said in his experience with her is all very valid. Very valid, I felt. So it's it, it's complicated. And I think that's another reason why they're not taking it down is that Dave I think now just wants to highlight the gray areas and the complications mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not say this is it. This, this is right. This is mm-hmm. wrong. Like everything's gray. Y'all be uncomfortable. It can't be black and white. Basically. Although that's what white. it's. Yeah. Although that's what you yeah. want to make it. Yeah. And so I think it, he's just having commentary on society in general and especially on how it is now for comedians to try to navigate that. Mm hmm. Um, and, and lastly, I'll say, what was the other thing that he said in there? Damn. Oh, he, he failed. So, so he says in the special, people need to understand, I have never been against gay, trans, LGBTQIA plus community. My issue has always been with white people, period. And so... What he failed to do in it was to really acknowledge the fact that there are black and brown LGBTQIA folks. Like his issue was that everybody wants to be, um, like everybody in that community wants to be a minority until it's time for them to act white and use their privilege. It's like, yeah, but you have folks who still don't have privilege within that community right because they're not white yeah they're they're intersections of of all exact intersectionality is a is a thing and for him i just feel like for him to be so i think point poignant and for him to be such a critic of society that's what i think is not i think that's what he's missing i think he's being critical but he's not being poignant Oh, I think he is sometimes. I don't think he was. I think normally he is. I think his past comedy bangs because it's so fucking funny and it's poignant. But it's also. But now it just feels like he's race, which he can talk about. Which he has like, yeah, of intimate experience experience with. But I mean, I, I don't think that as a person that's not. I think it becomes dangerous to say, like, if you're a, if you're a man, you cannot even touch on anything that has to do Very with much. women. Very much I dangerous. I agree. I don't think you can. I don't think you can say that. I just think that it's not poignant. Like what he's saying feels something about it feels clumsy, feels um, cheap. Sometimes just grudging. Like he just feels grudgingly. It doesn't feel. Mm. Sharp. It just doesn't feel poignant. Poignancy is graceful. It's direct. It's like, it makes you think and it's universal in a way. Right. And I don't think that there's this universal universality, Joe, universality, universal. There's the, (laughs) on to the next one. Shout out to (laughs) Dave. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. We're like, he's not poignant because the universality tells him. He's not poignant enough. Like, Like, I wanted to, like, like, you got to make it universal for the niggas in the back, in the front, in the middle, nigga. Like, it ain't hitting the way it should. I not. Yo, you brought up another fucking Gabrielle Union thing. I might be obsessed with Gabby. I might love her. Go ahead. What's she say now, child? Apparently, 
her first divorce, not to uh, Dwayne Wade, because they're still a union. They're still together. I got it. Gabrielle Union, they're still a union. <laughs> I would say unit, but my oh, never mind. I slurred. But um, her first divorce after she divorced, she made a list of niggas that she wanted to pop. I want to see that list. So I bad. wish I could see that list, and I'm curious if you've ever created a list for yourself of hell, like hell no. I want that that that. I've never that. created a list, but I Maybe I you proclaim should. it. I proclaim it to the, the, my list is buried in the group chat. I'll be like, y'all, <laughs> you're very quiet about it. I know your celebrity list, like your Jonathan Majors, but I Jonathan just feel like that doesn't Majors. count. Who else? Jonathan Majors, I Jason Momoa, I think for you and Larry I wouldn't David. have sex with Jason Momoa. You wouldn't? I'd be scared. I ain't even going to hold you. I'm scared of him. We're going to talk about this later. <laughs> this is a recap. Why are you scared? Like, I feel like that's. I would be nervous, girl. I'd be shook. I'm a vagina will work. You know how men get nervous their penis don't work? Like I would just There's a lot I'd of be apparently so the men that I talk to, there's a lot of women whose vagina's not working. We just don't know. Yes, what? child. What do you mean? This dry tacky? It's not a it's not a warm, safe space, apparently, sometimes. Like if they're not in it. I don't I don't know. I, I didn't really ask for a whole lot of details when they told me that. I'm so like, curious wow. about that. That's a whole other topic. I know. But I'm going to make, but I, a regular degler people, I don't know. Maybe if I move to Atlanta, I'll have like a list of <laughs> <laughs> in Philly. Nah. I, I don't have a list. I definitely have something, somebody right now that I want to mount me. One person. <laughs> you have top, so I'm not top five. No, I don't have a list, but I when I get my crushes, I'm like She's not a player, but she crushes list. a lot. I'm not. That was the realest thing you said. I said, yes, that is so true. I'm not a player. <laughs> but boy, when that Libra crush comes over me, <laughs> I am just ooh. <laughs> ready to fall in love. Ready, ready to, to be love. I'm in the rapture. I'm like, ooh, chow, caught up in it. <laughs> my God. Like, are you ready for what I'm offering you? Because I'm offering I love it. that for you. I hope that you're one on your list and manifest. Because and... you, you know who it is. Mm, I want that to happen for you, girl. I'll be like, yo, you really, you really growing. Like, you learning things. <laughs> like, you manifesting. What's, what's so funny is like, I can't even talk about it openly. But the list is yeah. like, there's no list. But the 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 thing for me is that when I want to, there's very few people that I'm just like, oh, I really want to have sex with them. It's like, oh, I want to have sex with him and hold him and love him and make him breakfast and wipe his tears when he's sad. So I, I feel like Gabrielle's I want to wake up at four in the different. morning and iron his bootcut jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I iron the shit crazy. out the bootcut jeans, baby. <laughs> you need a crease? Say less, King. So um, I, I want you to have a list, though. I want you. To have I'm a going to create list. one, but I just don't know enough people. <laughs> it's just real sad over here. It's just imaginary people like Malcolm X, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Not you want to take down brother, uh, sweet brother Malcolm. What's she call him? Dear heart. What did you say? Dear heart. That's what um Angela Bassett called him in. Oh, dear heart. You know, That's she's it. the highest paid black 
actress. As, as she should be. Amen. Um, I just want to shout out all of uh, all of the Libras. I was looking at this list and thinking like, wow, Libras are really special people. You've got Will Smith. You've got Usher, Kim K. I know, I know. Gwyneth Paltrow, Lil Wayne, ASAP Rocky, Bruno Mars, Nick fucking Cannon, Hugh Jackman, Eminem, Doja Cat, Amber Rose, Judge Judy, Bruce Springsteen, Anthony Mackie, and Cardi B. So I'm sitting there looking at this list, and I think that these people really do possess duality. All of them. I don't think there's like, look at do you know? Don't you what? think everybody does? Don't you think Not always. I do think it's some one-dimensional boring folks out here. I hate to say it. Sorry. I think wow. it's in them, but they haven't tapped into it. I feel like these people really tapped into it. You think Kim's real dual, real, real, real complex, huh? Real, like, multifaceted. I don't think complex, real, but I think real... Kim is, like, I think she's actually wildly smart on the low. She is, and she's funny. She handled herself well for SNL. Like she, I want to see it. Was it good? She held herself. Yeah, it's comparable to, um, what's his name? He's a Scorpio, though. The guy we don't like, Drake. There's something, she, she carries herself like, I'm, a, I'm solid. You're not going to shake me. Like she, There's a deep strength in Kim that, that I don't you know it's like fake or not. But I'm like, she, she, there's definitely intelligence there. That's what I'm saying. I think it's there. I'm at a Kim. Also, speaking of Nick Cannon, did you see he, that he's going to be celibate? Oh, child. He, Nick. I'm praying for him. Nobody I, give I, a goddamn anymore. Nick. No, I feel bad for Nick because he said he was having all them kids because he felt like he wasn't going to live a long life. And that's why he was just out here procreating. So let me have a bunch of kids that I won't be around to. A lot of raise. men don't look at it like that. They look at it as legacy. Get over yourself, bro. It's kind of selfish. But Get I was really proud um, and happy for Cardi B because I saw that Ace, ASAP, Lord. What's his name? Offset bought her property in D. I'm loving this trend of buying your significant other property and brought. And so she posted and said, I in thought DR? that, yeah, he was like, she said, I thought that he never listens to me. I've been his ear all this time talking about how we need to invest in property and DR and yada, 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 that it's a smart business decision. And he went out and did it and not only did it, but included her father in it to like, um, to design this space and all this stuff. Like it was a group family kind Aww. of activity and present. And I thought that was so sweet. And I had no idea she was only 29 years old. Cardi is, is she? Baby. I don't even know if she's that old. She just turned 29. Wow. Yeah, a she's young. Baby. Mm -hmm. So I liked, I, I just love her. I, I root for her happiness and her Cardi. success. Cardi. Cardi. Her, her, her I love the name? female energy. It was it was lots of women showing up and doing it. It was like a kind of party where you go with your girls and like, oh yeah, have fun. I like that. There wasn't too many men in the way doing nothing. What? Oh my god! Oh <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see what type? Time you in the way, bruh. <laughs> go ahead. It was good you though. Said Meek Mill's. Oh god, Meek 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 in again. Did you see this truck? I didn't see the uncensored version. Do I want to? The uncensored. Anyway, there was, I don't know why I follow this man. It's definitely the Hotep and me. But there's this guy called Shaka Bars. <laughs> I know who you're <laughs> talking about. I and I hate all of his posts, but I can't unfollow him because sometimes he posts some real shit. And I'll be like, yup, yup. 
But anyway, he posted this really upset white man in L.A. And he recorded himself looking at Meek, um, a bus that was plastered with Meek Mill's new album cover. And he was just going off on the album cover. It's by Nina. Damn. Nina Chanel, I think her name is. She is a black artist. It's a black woman artist. I, I don't know her name. It's Nina something. Forgive me. But she designed, she created the art cover and it's like Picasso-esque stylized type of art of black women bent over with little um, breast out, bent over with a... Um, a suggestion of a vagina, but it's just like a little pink dot. There's money signs. There's, you know, just m definitely money and dicks type of energy. Um, and he was like, the white guy was going off saying, is this what you want, black women? Is this, you want your daughters to see this? Is this all you are? Like, why are we... Why are we allowing this kind of suggestion for our children to see out in the public? Why are we um, doing this? And then he just starts showing his ass by saying stuff about, these are satanic tiles on this image. There's black and white tiles. <laughs> so, you know, he was this close from telling us about 5G and, you know, his conspiracy stuff. But, like, although the guy was obviously deeply invested in conspiracy theories and this, you know, um, this idea that through music, satanic imagery is slowly eroding the fabric of our culture. I also wonder, is there some truth to what he's saying in like having these kind of overly suggestive, overly sexualized images of black women? They're all dark skinned black women as well. Um, just riding around. And what does it mean when black men are the ones that are kind of the ones pushing it? Um, and I just, did you, if you saw it, I wonder what your thoughts are and what, what do you think about that? Especially for our youth, our youth dem. I mean, on a tour bus. It's not a tour bus. It's an ad for you know how you have like a septa bus wrapped around no, it's with on something. A tour bus. It's like oh, I thought it was just like an ad. No, it's his tour bus. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. I guess I guess he just has, I mean I, I guess he just rented a whole bunch of them out because they're like all over the city. No, it's all over. So they're I like guess promo. It's, it's promo, and then it's also on his tour bus. I mean, I'm looking at it now. I would love to know what it means I think Meek is also just gonna get he's always gonna get some he's always gonna okay. have folks that are not happy with whatever the hell he's doing but I would I love know to you... know what the artist was thinking when she did it um, I'm looking at it now what do y'all mean what do they mean you think there's like a deeper meaning I, I hope I hope she bent over where the pussy popped open with money and cars and dirt like bikes. I guess maybe this is what's important to him. And then he has the dice and I see the life preservers everywhere, which is interesting. And then <laughs> I, I see you. a man in the middle with tears in his eyes, crying with a gold chain on. Oh, maybe he's There's just like a surrounded demon over by... here. Oh, maybe he's 
surrounded by the evils. Yeah, Lucy. I don't. Yeah, like I, I would love to know what it means before we jump to conclusions. But I also just feel like <sighs> this is complicated because also there, there are black women who are for this and this they don't have any issue with it. They do this to shit themselves. <laughs> so it's like. And then we're in this phase where we're like, and we need to empower ourselves. We could do what we want with our bodies. We could do this. We could do that. So it's like, maybe my take is completely off on this. Maybe it is, but I don't, I guess it's different because it's coming from a man, but we kind of do it. Like, I'm just tired of the policing of just the body in general. Do I want to be objectified? No, I want it to be on my terms. So I, I see, I see the issue here. I, do. <laughs> I, I just cannot. your face right now. I'm just struggling. Internet I'm like, really, internet is really figuring I'm, this out. No, I, I am. I'm struggling you. with it because it's like, it's not horrible. I'm, I, it's not horrible. I'm looking at it, but I want to know the meaning of it because then it's also art. So then you step into that conversation of like, we can't be censoring art, but then like apparently we should be because look at Dave Chappelle's art. So it's like, it's it's just burn it all the hell world. up. God it's damn, just when a is weird this ball right of now? fire going to hit us real quick? Clear, clean things up, Joe. Yeah, it's it's like how how much backlash Lizzo is getting for showing up to Cardi's birthday. Oh, she's getting backlash for that. So much. Oh, they're tearing her up. They are tearing her up. Mostly just being mean about what her body looks like, right? But also saying, like, she she doesn't respect herself. She shouldn't be wearing that, yada, yada, yada. And someone posted... Remember when Rihanna, like, accepted some kind of fashion award? Oh, sheer. The same thing on, but it's Rihanna. And she looks a certain kind of way. Her titties sitting up. They ain't snooped down a little bit. She doesn't have a stomach. She's and she, that was a fa- fashionable, fashion forward, high fashion look. Kilt it, kilt it, and she did. But we look at Lizzo, and then we're like, she has no respect for herself. And it's just, I'm confused by it. And I think partly why I'm confused by it is because I'm checking my own biases at the same time. In all of this, like I'm having visceral reactions to thing and things and images and women doing certain things, but I'm stepping back and asking myself first, why? Why is this your response? Why do you have such a response to Chloe? Why do you have such a response to this person, that person? Why is it that you praise it with Beyonce and you love it on Doja? Yeah. Someone else feels like interesting. You yeah, see what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, we love what, but we're upset with this. Right. But I, but I think it's because WAP came from women and it's women taking back, you know, it's like, you're not going to objectify me. I'm going to do it myself. It's like, well, at the end of the day, is it the same thing? So I, I just, I don't know the answer here and I could be way off and I would love for someone to check me and say like, well, this is, this is really why this is sitting the wrong way with folks. I'd love to hear it because I'm still figuring it out. Well, I, again, I think he's saying that we are this kind of imagery is being pushed on society and especially young children that are seeing that young boys that are seeing it, that young girls, young folks are seeing that creating a, um, just, just making impressions on them. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I don't necessarily, I, I don't disagree with him that it, it might not want to be on buses. I don't disagree with that. Like, I don't want to have to explain that to my young kid that's trying to figure, like some stuff they're not, re their minds aren't ready for this gray area. That's, I think I agree with that. I yeah, just like think, I think like, I agree with that, that, uh. Chill. Anyway, child, shout out to Meek Mill representing Philly, Philly. <laughs> I hope his album does well. I I, I don't want to see Meek Mill. I don't want to see him fail. I, wanna I just want to see him grow up. I don't know much about that nigga, but. You oh. know what I just did? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, we've been talking about this. I don't, do we want to do it? Do you want to play this game? On here? The, oh my God, I'm in love. I think I found him. Never mind. He. Oh no! I can't. My my, my brain can't move that fast. <laughs> oh, all right, we'll play that another time. Everyone. Yeah, do that another time. So right now, I actually want to go into a voicemail because I don't want to talk about politics on my motherfucking birthday because okay. they are depressing, and I just don't have it in me right now. I really, really don't. So we have a voicemail. We're going to take a listen. And here we go. Listen, Antoinette and Shanti, y'all are so beautiful. I love everything you're doing. You both just give me so much life every time I listen to an episode. I'm not giving my name because this question is bogus, but I really think we need to revisit the boot cut. So... One of the episodes I listened to, we talked about um, the bootcut jeans and the age of the gentleman. Um, I really think we need to talk about what shoes should go with mm. the bootcut. I need to know if these should be loafers, yes. if these should be um, sneakers. I'm just looking at a hinge profile right now, and he definitely has on bootcut jeans. I oh. might send him y'all's way. Um, but just let us know how the whole outfit should be set up so we can know what to look for out here. Thank you, guys. I love you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Bye. That is this so is true. We got to really build points of this let's theory. Let's do it. Let's do it. So wait. I mean, this is you, girl. You're the professor. I Teach don't know. Me, I'm girl. still learning. So first of all, she said she's on Hinge. Which is a dating app, and there's a guy on there with bootcut jeans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's loafers with the bootcut jeans. It can be. It can be. It can depending be. On... Depending on you. For me, the loafer isn't it. You got to have some cool in you. But there's a little no, bit. I mean, it could be a thing. Like if you, if it's, it depends on the occasion, right? Like if you guys are doing a loafer with a bootcut, Shanti. Well, I, I... Do you know what a loafer is? Google it. With a bootcut, baby, that's a lot. No, okay, never mind. Take a peek. I think, first of all, I love men who wear their toes out, who are comfortable to wear their toes out. That's like another thing for me where I'm like, all right, he he would be willing to cry on my breast. He would be willing to get weird with me. He's not on some like I got sandals on, fucking socks on. Like he's just he might frolic in nature. He, oh, somebody's at my door. He. he Huh? Somebody that he might, might wear him. like a, a, a what you call it? A, a Birkenstock. A Birk. Ooh, a Birkenstock. You want a nigga with a. I, I, there's very few Don't niggas. Hey, with me. 
A Rashid would wear a Birkenstock, but not like a leather Birkenstock. It would be like a plastic camo, like a green Birkenstock, like a like the style, but not like a leather. Any that's thing. fine. That's I'll take it. But I'm talking about the hard bottom leather Birkenstock. Wow, I don't think I've ever shits. seen. I don't know no black band that. I I they're in Brooklyn. They exist wow. and they wear them and they shuffle along to the juice bar. Uh, and I'm just like the shuffle. Mm, mm. Uh, swaggy though, right? They're swaggy. Still huh? swaggy. Because that's the thing, like they take a lot of the bootcut jean men that I'm seeing do take care of themselves. They keep themselves up, right? So the hair is cut or it's a baldy. They they're it's shaped up nicely. The facial hair, like they've they've got their shit together. Most likely, and, and it doesn't have to be bootcut, because sometimes bootcut is real wide and I get it. If it is bootcut, it needs to be a baggy bootcut. It cannot be like a bootcut that just fits down. Because then you look like the the uncle. Then you look like you should have a pager on your hip. And you, you got, might want to go br- for that too, though. No, it's not. You need to take, um, you need to make these different arc, not archetypes, avatars. Like you have to create, because I, I can't, I don't even know what you're talking about now. Like what it has to mean? go straight down. No, the bootcut shouldn't go straight. Like the bootcut should be baggy. Like they have a belt on, so the, it it looks like an oversized pant that they have on, but not like something from the '90s where it's hanging off their ass. It's just an oversized pant that's like kind of hanging over the Birkenstock. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. There's it's also the straight you're... leg. Now the okay. straight leg, they can cuff. The straight leg they can wear with a nice white sneaker. They can also wear their toes out in that. The straight leg is more versatile, right? But on top of them, with the straight leg, they might have on just a nice T-shirt. Not a T-shirt with glitter on it, the way these Harlem dudes be looking. No glitter. With a whole bunch of ever words and shit on your shirt. Relax. Mm-mm. The The font needs to be a nice, simple, clean font if it's there, understated, so that you look like an adult. You look grown, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you can have on a tank top. Now a tank top can have graphics on it. There can be. She um, said a tank top. Mm. Yeah, nice tank top, especially if you've got nice arms. A nice tank really top like with a straight tops. leg pant, maybe a fucking little cap, maybe yeah. even some glasses and a beard and some Birkenstocks at the juice bar. Love me. I don't. I don't know about tank tops. It's not a preferred. It's a tolerated, but not preferred. A nice tank top, Shanti. Like mm-hmm, summertime. I know, but I'm sorry. That's just my preference. I don't or know. at least one of the shirts. You know how they stop here? I don't know what they are. They stop on the shoulder. They might okay. cut the sleeve off. Mm-hmm. You got to give me that dip in the shoulder. Man, oh man, do I love the dip. But the things on the shoes, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's the loafers. I, it's not the loafers for me. It might be the loafers for me when I'm 40. It might be. It might, it, you need to see what it looks like, okay? No, with the loafers, I think I need a more tapered think you... leg. Oh, okay. With the loafers. If you want to have loafers on and then have a wide... So boot cuts are for sandals and boots is what you're saying, and sneakers? Yeah. No no dress shoes. No dress shoes with boot cuts. Oh, okay. Jeans. That makes sense because a lot of women probably see <laughs> the boot cut with the dress pants. They... Nah. Right. With a dress shoe. And a lot of we women are sending me the boot cut with we the dress shoe. We could do a shoe. sandal. We could do a sneaker. Yeah. Yes. No dress shoes. So if this nigga got on boot cuts and dress shoes, 
It's a, it's a dub. It's a dub. He probably he's has his well. pager on his hip, and he's probably paging a whole bunch of bitches. He probably paying somebody. He probably cash app my young women money. Right the fuck now. For titty pics. So, I hope that helped clear some things up for our listener. All right, uh, I think let's take a break. First, I just want to say if you would like to call in, leave us a message, check me on my Meek Mill or Dave Chappelle take, feel free. The number is 215-948-2780. That is 215-948-2780. And Shanti, take us out. After these messages, we'll be right back. Why don't you ever sing that loudly? You don't like my Because boot. that's not my shtick. Yeah, but like... And first of all, you made it a shtick. You did it, and so I just asked you to redo it. Well, I do it how I do it. <laughs> Yo. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at Squeezed.com. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we are back. So, like, like I said earlier, we are going to go into our favorite moments of the podcast and I really have fun well I, I have to be honest I didn't really listen back to a whole lot of them um I just kind of knew some and and I just found it within the episode but I'm so curious to hear yours I really am but I'll start first and then you go next okay okay yeah mm-hmm. uh okay so the first one up is from our episode. It was episode 39, which feels like so long ago. But we were talking about, it says, in episode 39, we get it popping with porn. So this is the porno episode, <laughs> where we reflect on our, our relationship with pornography and consider the good and the bad of America's favorite entertainment industry. We also discuss how Mercury is in retrograde and may be responsible for your life falling apart. Antoinette's triple D's, white men calling wolf 
and how the world may be going to hell in a handbag because China is China stopped buying our plastic. Join us for another uplifting episode. I'm <laughs> consistently girl. really upset about the way this recycling <laughs> gate. Like this is a consistent theme. This is a all macaroni and cheese. <laughs> the recycling gate. The world falling apart. That's productivity it. or rest. <laughs> These are the themes. These are the themes. But this one moment just makes my day. So the the excitement or the yeah the excitement or the. Oh, my vocabulary is so limited. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's not funny. Read a book. Get off of Instagram. Stop reading memes. That's what we got to do. We got to read books and we got to listen to more intelligent podcasts than our own. Okay? That's any, what we have to do. And that's any other podcast. Any other podcast. <laughs> I have some recommendations. The Atlantic is wonderful. Serial is great. You know who has great vocabulary? Uh, my new shit, uh, Work Bay podcast is excellent. Two oh, round people do. killing it. I'm serious. Like it's they're they're smart. <sighs> what excellent is the word vocabulary? That you want to know why they're smart? Because they're in a book club that I have been invited to twice and still have not gone. <laughs> like what the fuck is a book, my nigga? <laughs> no, I have I have books. You're oh okay. What <laughs> ball? <laughs> book. Um, <laughs> A book? What's that? A new bay name? Oh, he called me. He, he said book. I was like, yes. <laughs> Y'all's <Yes>, book. <laughs> Bitch, I said book. <laughs> Literate ass. <laughs> I can't. Oh. That is crazy. Ah, that's why I ain't never go there with nobody. I'm always had to watch porn. Oh, <laughs> no, wait, come on. So we went on and on for quite some time, just laughing like that. But honestly, all of my moments, most of them are like when we are cracking the fuck cracking up. Cracking up. And it's not planned. It's just us being us. Like this, yo, the book. She said, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. Anyway, go ahead. This one's serious, um, but I think it was really, I feel like this was my favorite guest. I feel like it was really insightful, and I feel like um, he just offered a lot of clarity. It was with Dennis, and it's Reformed Fuckboy. I think it was an incredible, really insightful, um, great episode and so wait this what episode is, was it that's episode this is episode oh my god um joe joe i just did it episode 99 you gotta uh, read the, is, the 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 description hold on For updates this week, Antoinette shares her most recent injury, the revelations that came with it, and while Shanti plans to head to the country after her trip to Ithaca, you're always leaving somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Together we sit down with Antoinette's brother-in-law, my brother, special guest Dennis Allen, to discuss his evolution from being a former fuckboy to a more conscious, loving, and intentional man, in addition to the ways... This is so wordy. We cannot write. In addition to the ways... He is choosing to redefine his manhood as a black man and husband daily. 
join us. So this is him expl- explaining his beginning fuckboy dumb for all of us to get some insight, okay? Feelings don't matter, and that I'm disposable. Um, and so at a whim, anyone can get, ri- get rid of me, right? Uh-oh. So- Fuck, internet, I'm sorry. <laughs> you had one job! I knew it! <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. It just started at the end rather than the beginning. Hold it's on. It's okay, Queen. It is Hold okay. On. Just breathe. Where is if that y'all time? can see Shanti, she like you about to freak the fuck out. It's okay. It's Hold a, on. It's, the time is Oh, it's one. one okay. One see, hour. I started too late. All right, here we go. Let's go back All right, to we're it. Going to okay. It again. All right. That never All happened. Right. Okay. All right. Child. We definitely need Come uh, on, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, okay Here we go, he's going into it, hold on I know I'm doing all these things And I feel ashamed about it But I know I can't go to my partner Because I don't have the courage To be like, hey, I don't think this is going to work And so that cycle Kept playing out over and over and over again And, and hence, I was a fuckboy mm. I, was, I was a fuckboy Um and so then, I, you know, to add on societal, um, one, being held accountable really isn't what men are. We, we're not held accountable. Um, women, uh, because, of, because of patriarchy, women would approach me as someone that they, as a, they would objectify me, right? This is how patriarchy works, right? They would objectify me in the way of, I'm going to fix him. He's, he's going to be the one that, cha- that I change. And we're gonna we're gonna be together, um, and then I, now he is my he is my idol. See, he changed for me, and I would feel that I would know it. I would know it, but I and so again I feel resentful. Like you don't really want to get to know me. You just you're just with me because this looks good on paper. I got parents that are together. They've been together for multiple years. I got a nice home. I'm from Long Island. I speak well. I'm, I'm going to college. I don't have kids, right? I'm checking off all the boxes. Um, and so, and I knew I checked off the boxes and I think I got high off of that. Um, also, I have an emotional intelligence that most people don't have. And I played into that, which was also in my fuckboy uh, isms. Right. So I, I knew that I would get high off being able to fix people, to be able to let you see your trauma and, and talk to you about what the pathology of your family is. Um, and though I wasn't actively looking like I want to be Captain Save a Hole, I definitely got high off of it. Um, and so that definitely fed into my my fuckboyisms as well. So anyway, I see wow. y'all in- intently. Wow, <laughs> Dennis. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I have I had never heard a man so eloquently put together his insecurity and like his childhood shit and how he subconsciously brought that into his present day relationships and then got himself involved with shit that he was not ready to do by any means. And I think he did a really good job. So I I enjoyed that one. Shout out to Dennis. Oh, shout out to Dennis. I That's like a really good one. You. If you haven't heard it, you should listen to it as a man or a woman. Yeah. Or Dennis is such a special human. I just love him. And I'm so happy that 
Chow, he and my sister found each other. Good job, Chow. Rhythm. Um, I have more tomfoolery, so I'm just going to go into it. I don't think this episode, this episode is episode 74. It's called Tiger the Kang. <laughs> and the description <laughs> is, pull up your description, Shanti, for your next one. As we go into our third week of quarantine with nothing but uncertainty ahead, we share our most recent revelations. Shanti considers turning to psychedelic drugs and defends her opposition to to light skin or light skin love, while Antoinette considers becoming a DJ and feels at home with her new dark white tribe. What? Like, what are we talking about? I don't even remember that. For this week's topic, our greatest escape from reality comes from the savior who is Joe Erotic of Netflix's newest series, Tiger King. Join us as we dive into the wild, wild world of Walmart white middle America. (laughs) Here we go. Fuck it up. Yeah, because when Joe got into it, you saw at the end, he really cared about the animals. Well, I don't think he really cared, but he really... He did. He was on the air talking about we need to stop breeding. We need to stop cub petting. No, that was in the beginning. That was that's what I'm saying when he first first got into it. Yeah, but that was a lie. He was lying. I think the the moment of where I I felt compassion for Joe, and I was like, okay, hopefully he can come out of this with some kind of spiritual depth. No way. Is when he talked about the gorillas. Oh man, and he the was like, gorillas. "Did I keep those gorillas from each other? I might have, because I was so involved in my other stuff." I was like, "Yo," he said, "I was too busy Joe. trying to own a zoo." <laughs> <laughs> I still think he bullshit us though. Joe is a fucking He's... character, yo. Joe is so gorillas. impressive. I know. I love him. He's so impressive because it's off the dome and his cadences. Everything is perfect. He said, I "I was too busy trying to own a zoo. I said, (laughs) sir, sir. My favorite line from him, I didn't write this down, but my favorite line from him and when he's going in on Carol (laughs) and he's like, Carol, we went to go see her zoo. Her zoo's more fucked up than some of your backyards. She got... (laughs) Two feet of grass growing. She says she got 104 tigers. She got fucking 12 tigers in that zoo. <laughs> she just got 12 fucking tigers. She said she got 12 so. fucking tigers. <laughs> I wasn't there. I paid my money like everybody else. I didn't see no 100 tigers. He was so fucking mad. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite line. No, that... <laughs> if you ever want to go back to a funny episode... It is Tiger the King. Yo, that episode is so stupid. And you were in your bag the entire time. I love that. I, I just, that's my favorite accent too. Like, he's <laughs> why, th- th- that is just. <laughs> Yo, shout that out shit to Joe Erotic. Flows. Oh, exotic. I, hope he's I always okay. call him erotic. Ciao. Ciao. All right. Again, I, I'm just trying to keep a balance. I'm not trying to do back to back funny See? ones, but I'm just not. But I have I have one where we just go off. Um, so this this feels very full circle for me right now. This was um, episode thirteen for all the babies, mamas, 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 and this was a, probably the most vulnerable episode 
uh, I don't know how many times we've, I've cried on the podcast, but I definitely was crying a lot on this one. Um, and this was particularly difficult because it was at a time when um, I'll let you hear and then I'll just I'll just follow up from there. Oh, here we go. In this episode, we talk about motherhood. Antoinette explores the idea of becoming a mother and discusses what her ideal family looks like and simultaneously comes to terms with the possibility that she may, 10 years from now, find herself childless and everybody's favorite aunt. Shanti shares her experience with unplanned pregnancy, discusses how she manages single motherhood, and opens up about the beauty and pain she birthed from choosing to be a mother. This is great because it showed both sides, but... Um, this feels like a revelatory part here. Can I ask you something uh, else? I'm, you can t- t- say no. But when JoJo's father, this last time, he's no longer in her life. Mm-hmm. He left. And what did you say to her? How do you deal with that? With the fact that she grew up with her dad. She loves her dad. She knows him. She knows who he is. She's shared birthdays with him. She has memories with him and that he one day just abandoned her. Oh, well, let's speak. I don't want to use the I don't want to use those words. Oh, okay. and I don't use those words with her with her. To me, that's what he's it is. made a choice. Mm-hmm. But I think a choice to what he's made a choice to not be in her life right right now. But, you know, we kind of talk about love being an action word. And we talk about that there would be nothing that would make me more happier for him to show up for her. Mm -hmm. And for him to rectify and for him to apologize and for her to have the opportunity to see and allow for him to be the best that he could possibly be for her and I think we we I talk about it with compassion that again he doesn't have the tools to because I know that he loves her yeah I think so too and I know that he's doing the best that he knows how to do and I know that he's hurt and I love him I care for him. I I I struggle with, you know, just trying to put all the just blaming him without really exploring and with her why and what would we do if we were to see him and how would we let him back in her life? What would be the requirements to have him back in her life and it's not normal or it's not right to have somebody You say that to her disappoint you and you keep taking you know you keep thinking that that's normal that's a part of love and so I you know I don't I think that was like what three years ago I can't remember exactly but I two two years ago and I just want I feel like that was a prayer like answered or like we just spoke that all out Mm -hmm. um Jolie has revisited or really has reunited with her dad and he has showed up in a particular way and like all those just that prayer and I and that openness mm-hmm. um to him even though it was so painful for for she and I 
um, really allowed for their reconciliation and all of our kind of like reconciliation. And of course, it's taking time and there's a lot of healing that still needs to be done. But I think I have to remind myself even in this moment that staying open in the in the in the face of pain and not contracting to like anger or hate, but also having kind of like a standard of having your needs met or like being, you know, taken care of in a particular way just allows for miracles to to happen. It just allows for things to happen in your life if we don't like retract or get hard or get angry or like sh- completely shut down. So just listening to that, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. full circle, child. And that Antoinette being sorry. Oprah Winfrey, asking a hard question. I'm sorry, queen. <laughs> I said though, so, and you can tell me no. <laughs> Um, no, that's that's what's up. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot so much. All right. Um, my next one is Raggedy again. <clears throat> Nothing new here. But uh, this is <laughs> this is episode 110 and around the way Christmas. <laughs> I don't. And that this episode would have upset my Catholic mother so much. But in episode 110, oh. after being a week apart, we catch up. Shanti discusses biracial privilege and its relationship to eco-styler gel. Antoinette realizes X-Men, the movies, is subpar when it comes to white people saving the world. Finally, we rejoice in his name and tell our version of the birth of sweet baby black Jesus. Join us. (laughs) But here we are. Got it. So we're just gonna, we're gonna mention Christmas because Christ was black. And because Christ is black... He is deserved of our attention. Historical figure. The, the Messiah. The original revolutionary. Mm. Talk your Flipping shit. over tables. He flipped a table over? For <laughs> <laughs> real? Did he? Yes. Oh, girl, he tell went me to that the story. temple. I, we sh- that's what we should that's, do. It's, that's what I wanted to do. Tell, tell me our the Christ, Bible story. Our disgusting, not disgusting. <laughs> we are heathens. We are no nothings. We are not. All right, well, Christian, tell me this story I wasn't about him raised table. Christian. So Child, for us to tell was, Christ the story, actually, Internet, I would like you actually <laughs> to tell the story of Christ and his birth. It is a birth? Yeah, let's go. I what happened? I Girl, don't. what happened? I don't... I'm, you, you don't know what I'm thinking of. of Wait, birth? You, you want to know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about the episode of Martin for context clues when Martin was oh trying to God. tell them Jesus' birth. <laughs> oh. Um. Wait, don't look it up, too. I see you tapping on your <laughs> computer. <laughs> you I just know Jesus was it's born, that. honey. Yes. <laughs> the nativity. No, the manger. Right. I'll give you one clue. There's I knew it was a manger. Christ was born in the manger. All right. It was Jesus. Oh, excuse me. It was Joseph and Mary. Talk about it. Wow. And I think, according to Martin, they were traveling, but they, they needed a place to stay. Well, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Because sis was giving birth. And jo- and that wasn't Joseph's child. Joseph's like, we have not, I do not know you biblically. First you of all. You ain't let me pop yet. I don't believe that. I'm but. like 60 years old. You are 20. 
Right. That's but why they like, called her a virgin mother because she was young. <sighs> also, they lived to be like 40. This is low. So she <laughs> was she really 20? Or was, was he really 60? I don't know. I made that part up too. Now I don't think Joseph Joseph don't look that old in these pictures. Girl, in what picture? In what picture did he not look old? Show it to in me. The in, picture. Picture. <laughs> in the major picture. In the major. How old he look, girl? What do you had on? On, yeah. on his IG, he look all right. It might be a filter, but That's like beer. he look good. Beer on, girl. Holy shit! Okay. Um, and so they had to chill, whatever, because she had to give birth. They and were so, trying to go to the hotel, Holiday Inn. Why were they traveling? They were trying to, were they were following the star? No. Wasn't Joseph no, no, a shepherd? <laughs> so don't yeah, they so travel? They were, just, they were just nomadic. Yeah, they were just out here. Illmatic, nomadic. Wow. <laughs> okay. And so she gave birth to Jesus. And where? Then, in the manger. And then who came? Who all pulled up? Like, ayo, girl. Well, first word got around that the, the, she had given birth. And then the three wise men came through like, yo. How'd they get there, though, Antoinette? How On a camel, right? Main, huh? On a camel, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. But this it was on racist. a camel. Now it's getting racist. Okay. No, it'd be mad camels in the manger. We had a manger when we <laughs> that we put under the tree. Okay. And there was a camel. a camel. There were three But how did the directionally, how did they didn't have GPS? How did they know where to pull up? Wasn't was there like, like a star? Yes, girl. The North Star. The North Star? No was it the North Star? No Isn't that what they followed to get to freedom? <laughs> Stop singing. But isn't we oh holy night. Did you say something about getting to freedom? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't the North Star to get the freedom. For who? Follow the North Star for the for slaves. Who? So the North Star came up twice. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like they did the North Star for. I was about to say, girl, that's Moses, girl. Mm-mm, now, now, let me tell you something. I can North tell Star. you the story of Moses <laughs> because I. This is so stupid. <laughs> but that. I think I was. I had an edible right that day. No, you did. I did it. It was, girl. It was Christmas. I hope you wasn't high. I feel like I. But it was. He looked old in his picture. (laughs) Girl, what? I say he didn't look. I was like, he looked alright in his pictures. (laughs) What pictures, girl? (laughs) I meant to do. Joe, I ain't never seen a picture. What Joseph look like? Let me look there. Girl, Joseph. There is no picture. I know, but like a painting. (laughs) Joseph, Mary's husband. What do you look like, yo? Nah, that ain't him. You look like Al Pacino. All right, next up, yo. Oh, God. So this next one is episode 126, The High Life, where Antoinette, this, we recorded this on 420, Antoinette and True, oh, just no. just dedicated to the brand, took edible, and it proceeds to kick in. In this week's <laughs> episode, we record on the 420 holiday. Shanti falls deeper into languish over dinosaurs' existence and Game of Thrones, while Antoinette serenades us with a song and increasingly loses focus once the edible kicks in. Together, we talk about Derek Chauvin's verdict, family legacy, and mounting Jason Moa. Join us. <laughs> Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> and a Larry. 
Larry David, he got two first names as his whole name. <laughs> <laughs> I, y'all ain't going to take me away from Larry could get it. That's Who else? But what I other can't white name any other it? white guys that could get it, really. Really? I could name some. I don't know them. But John, now that I know John Snow, baby. Listen, Kyle Drogo couldn't have gotten Who's it. Who's that? Jason Momoa. Lisa Bonet's husband. He's not white, Antoinette. He looks it. His fucking name is Jason Momoa. This <laughs> <laughs> bitch crazy. <laughs> All right, then who else? Who else could? Wait, Damn, said, that's who? my version of white. See? Who? That's as far as I'm willing to go. So you got to be a <laughs> bad bitch to, to, to absorb to ride that, that. Direct that. Oh, my God. Mm, what do you think? Bad bitch to be like, oh, yes. Wow. Imagine what Lisa Bonet. obsessed with her. His you know like, they you know they ain't getting no vaccinations though, Internet. He'd be like, It's all right. I'll like, die with him <laughs> if I could climb that tree. They in the I woods mean, eating bark and making tinctures of kids all <laughs> wild and wolves and like Listen, he's obsessed with transcendental he, sex. Cause they're not fucking. She's like, All right, welcome to my world. You think Erica Badu? <laughs> you think Erica Badu pussy? Yes. Lisa's like, mm-mm. Come, welcome to the dark Lisa side. said, welcome to this Venus fly trap. <laughs> this, I call this the upside this down. Is, this is the motherfucking <laughs> trap house. <laughs> you, welcome. All these bitches is my son. She's, <laughs> go sit on the potty. <laughs> Yo, you said... <laughs> This is the upside down. Said, oh my God. The next time I have sex with anybody, I'm geeking now. Okay. The next time I have sex with anybody, I'm going to be like, I'm literally going to get on top of them and say, this is the upside down. I'm going to be like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, get the fuck off. You nerdy ass. The fuck are you talking about? This is the upside down. You know, like stranger things? The season hasn't come out yet, but we're waiting. And it- <laughs> It's not as good as Game of Thrones. Do you like Game of Thrones? <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> I feel like I'm... They sound like Khaleesi. Cersei. I don't know. <laughs> hey, let's... Want to watch this video? He's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> my stomach Oh, my God. All right, I gotta go. I'm too high now. I got too Ciao. high. Okay. <laughs> 420. That's up. What's this up, Antoinette? You real? <laughs> making this shit real timely. If I got high, I'd be on this like. <laughs> this is dumb. I gotta go. <laughs> this shit is like. Oh, God. All right. Hey, girl. Um. <laughs> We'll put it together. This but is like terrible. generational wealth. Fuck familiar happiness. <laughs> no, we're done. No more. I'm okay. Done. <laughs> Isn't it? Is... <laughs> I'm going to make sure my kid's sleeping on her. That was a long uh, one. Maybe you can edit that one so that it's not. No, you I'm can not. Cut to that part. I'm not doing any extra editing. <laughs> that, but that, per, it, it doesn't stop. We're just like, <laughs> no, when you I get remember, your. We go on and on for like 20 minutes. Like When that. you get your wheezing cackle, it just <laughs> is, it doesn't get any better, actually. Oh, God. No, I remember 
Because you know, when you're high, you can reel it in. But when, as soon as you start laughing, you can't stop. And it, everything's funny. I, that was a downward spiral. <laughs> and I so wasn't I was like, even where high. is this going? And then when you said the upside down, I said, oh, I remember this. The fact that you think that's how I sound when I have sex. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have. Oh, I have one more clip. One more clip. We got to hurry up because I got somewhere I got to be. I like. know, girl. You better hurry up. Um, you should just say honorary. We don't even got to go into the clip. Unless no, there's one more clip I'm going to play. Okay. Like actual clip. Um, so this is not necessarily a funny one, but this is one that's not even pulled up. So give me a moment. <laughs> but this is one that um, somehow I lost it. Oh. Well, in the meantime. Go ahead. I I don't have a clip for this, but one of my favorites for some reason, this topic, was about Mike Tyson a little boosie. I loved that episode. Really? Yes. I think that it was just... I just, I need to listen. To, it reminded me to listen to Mike Tyson again because I forgot that that's my guru. I love him. And I think we did a, a, a good job in dissecting that and his going into his, remember when he was like, you don't love yourself. Talking a oh, little boosie. Yeah, the boosie interview. That was so good. I was so like, good. this is deep. I love Mike. Yeah, I do remember. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, this one thing. though, this was your topic. But then that, that okay to like seal that producer? deal for you of like that you're dope. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm very clear that I'm dope, and sometimes I'm resentful of the fact that I feel like I'm so dope and I'm so overlooked, mm-hmm. or I'm so um, unappreciated, or I'm the person that's like, oh well, she's so dope, she'll be there. Whether it's friendship, whether it's relationships, or whatever, and that gets to be it just gets to be hard like and and some and like Shanti I've been single for five years like you've never been single for five years you've never been like in a room during COVID where like I might not see people for a month at a time Mm -hmm. like you just don't have to experience that and so it's just it's hard sometimes to talk about it with you because it's like You've never even been cheated on. So it's kind of like there's just certain experiences that like, and there's definitely certain experiences with with you that like I'm not, I don't get fully. Like I don't know what it is to be exhausted as a mom. Like I don't, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I know what it's exhausted at work and shit like that. Like I'm never going to get that because I'm not a kid or I don't have a child. But like just, it's just difficult. It's just difficult to constantly remind yourself how dope you are and to be in love with yourself when you don't feel like anybody else is in love with you. Mm-hmm. And like you haven't experienced that fully. Like the love that I got was toxic. Mm-hmm. It was conditional. And like before that, you you know the people that have been in my life. And it's like, that's also my own doing too. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So like, they're all hard conversations to have. Um but I can't sit here and say I'm in love with myself yet. I really, really want to be. And I really, really like myself a lot. And I fuck with myself. And I know I'm dope. But I hate to admit that, like, I would just love for somebody else to see it so I know it's confirmed. And that's not. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. that was. <clears throat> that was a banger. I still don't we think got, it's We that. should circle back. Yeah, because I, I I feel like I've even grown since then. I hope. I think. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do. Um, mm-hmm. But that was an interesting one. 
I also listen to that and hear how much I say like, and it has to stop. And I need your help because that just shows that I have a limited vocabulary. Girl, don't look to me. Girl. <laughs> All right, come on, keep going. Let's 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 go. That's a, those those are the ones that I have. Okay, I just have two honorable mentions. Um, the other one, I don't. I'm not gonna play a clip because it's just kind of triggering. Um, but the girl. the episode with my sister, girl, <laughs> I've listened to that and I was triggered. I, I remember like, how fuck? upset you were. It's like, whoa, did we go too far? The episode with my lovely sister, um, called Family Feud. I don't know what episode that was. It was early on and it was kind of like impromptu and uh, yeah, we just recorded. The sound isn't even that great. It's episode 34. It was super early on before we had our lives together a little bit. But it was just such an important episode for me because I feel like after we had that episode and after it was public, it was the most healing thing that we've ever done. We've never been mm. that honest with each other. And to mm. do it and then put it out into the world. And then to have people say, I listened to that and it helped me and my family. It helped me mm. and my sister. Like I sent that to them and now mm. we're having a family meeting. We're talking about this. Like mm. that really meant so much to me. So shout out to her for being willing <clears throat> yes, Tina. to have that conversation and for being generous enough to share it with this world. And then my um, my last one is just every around the way curl affirmation that you have ever done. is like my favorite shit. I can't find any of them. I don't know where they are. It makes me so sad that we have no log of them. So mm-hmm. that's it. I'm telling you, we need we we do need production help. Somebody out there listening is like, let it, let help us help ourselves, okay? Please. Only so much we could do. We also need a playback of how many times child was said, oh, how many times know. macaroni and cheese was referenced. And Beyonce. And Beyonce. I feel like those are all we talk about. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, I hope that you all are around to join us for our 150 more episodes of us talking about Beyonce mac and cheese and saying chow. Um, but- chow. Joe, but we just want to thank you again. Like this is super duper. I kind of just um. I hate when people say it's humbling because it's not really humbling. It's 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 outrageous to me. Like that people listen to us, that they rock with, that they rock with us, that that y'all like bang with us. These two girls just figuring it out. Not celebrities. Not really anybody on the skits. Like grand scheme of things but it just means so much to have this community and i couldn't have spent my birthday well i could oh, have spent my birthday in a better way having sex oh. with that guy that i have a crush on yes but i um no i i love this community and this is a great way to to ring in my personal new year with this um this 150th episode there was a meme that sum this up perfectly I think with what we're doing and um, (laughs) I don't have it but it's uh, along the lines of oh I think it's saved on my Instagram not screenshotted but it's along the lines of like you healing publicly Mm. is helping so many other people so like don't think that you have to have everything figured out I feel like us 
sharing ourselves and you guys sharing with us because yeah. I feel like it's reciprocal in so many ways. We're like going through the same things, even if it's not like a, a direct communication. I think energetically there's reciprocation there and we all just going through it. And I think if anything that you don't have to have a podcast to kind of do the same work in your own personal lives, I think, you know, um, but just healing and asking these questions and, and, and doing your personal work out loud um, reverberates and rings bells. And motherfuckers can't stop, won't stop. Bad boy 99 for the 2000. Okay. That was my affirmation. So <laughs> That was the affirmation. <laughs> Keep it going and flowing. And thank you. Because, oh, I can't wait to see what it sounds like and what it's like in a year. Because... Or like two years, because the last two, <laughs> I go back to one, two, three. And you I said, were I don't fighting know. with me about that I don't know sound. how you guys tolerated it. You were fighting with me saying, I think it sounds fine. I was like, this Because NPR should be a little messed up too sometimes. But they're out in but the field. We're in the it's, house. <laughs> it's, and I also listened to, shout out to us, because I also listened to episodes where we clearly had to re-record for like the 16th time, and the fatigue and the anger in us <laughs> is palpable. <sighs> so, so, the frustration. Mm. If y'all knew mm. how many times we had to try to record this episode, it's been 84 years to try to get this thing done. We gonna get it done, child. Anyway. I have somewhere I need to be. So. All right. Well, thank you. That's it. Let's just end with that. Yeah. Thank you so very much, Internet. Thank you for doing this journey. I'll say it again. We have soul ties. Yeah, tethered. We, we, we came into this world to do something together, and we are showing up. Shit. And we'll continue to do so. So shout out to us. Shout out to you. Happy birthday. Shout out to you. Enjoy Hello. yourself. And go, girl. Thank you better you. go. I love you better go you. live your life. Everybody, oh. <laughs> yeah, shut up. All right, I love you so much, and I will talk love to you, you later. Too. I love you all so much. And with that, we are out. We out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. Very good. Blessings we are reaping, we course in handful. Oh, we not rise and boast. Yeah, we give thanks like we need it the most. We are forgiving.